Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to the Wellness Guys. I'm Dr. Lawrence Tam. I'm Dr. Damian Kristoff. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. And this is the Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicated to bringing wellness into our lives. And today, we, from the last episode, we were telling you that we we're going to announce the special wellness couch. Now, Brett had to let the cat out of the bag because he just couldn't hold it any longer. And uh, so the wellness couch is going to be our new broadcasting station to really create wellness in people's lives. And uh, we're going to basically streaming podcasts um, into your iPhone or MP3 player, whatever you got. But we have starting with four shows. Now, we introduced in the last episode that going to be the first show that we're going to like to sort of start off with is the special three ladies um, that's going to be doing a show called Up for a Chat. Now, the reason why we picked this show is because we've been getting... Well, let's say we've been inundated with the amount of request to get these, well, get Cindy Momera on all, back onto the show. I mean, that was one of the most popular, most popular episode I think in the last seventy episode, wasn't it? Right, boys? Pretty much. And uh, so we decided to bring her back on, but this time instead of bringing her back for one show. We're going to do a whole entire podcast. and uh, But she just, she's going to bring in a couple of friends. So welcome, ladies, to the Wellness Guy Show. And would you like to, Cindy, would you like to introduce your team for Up for a Chat? I'd love to. So across from me at the moment is Karen Smith. Uh, I met Karen probably eight years ago now. Uh, and we'll be talking more about what she does. Um, and to my left right now is Kim Morrison. And I've known Kim for about 10 years. And um We'll talk about how we met too. <laughs> um, just wanted to make sure that uh, Cindy, Cindy, obviously you've been, um, you know, traveling around the world lately, and we've been trying to pin you down for some recording. You guys actually started with up for a chat. Now let's start with Karen Smith. Like, who is Karen Smith, and uh, why did you bring her on board first? What's she all about? Tell us what she's all about. Well. Will I, will I tell you how I met Karen or would that be the best way because then I can uh, talk about what she's done for my life and, and how much she has changed the way I think about a lot of things and that's what she's all about is about thinking. But Karen, I was, we were actually speaking at the same event and Karen um, was one of the, the main speakers and I think I had my jaw dropped the whole way through her whole talk. And it was basically about her experience uh, that had happened to her in surviving the Bali bombing. Mm -hmm. And so I went up to her afterwards and I said, oh my gosh, that was the most amazing talk. I really enjoyed it. And at that point, I think Karen was living on the Gold Coast. And we kind of exchanged phone numbers, but not much happened until she finally came up to the Sunshine Coast, which is where I live. And when she came up here, we touched base and um, slowly but surely we just kept seeing each other over and over and over again. And I probably have heard her talk 30 times maybe. And each time I hear it, it never ever um, takes away from what it does to my body. And what it does to my body when she speaks is that I get a shiver up my spine that goes right through my skull. And I, I can't even explain it. Nobody else does it to me. She, she was telling her story for quite a while and then she decided that she didn't want to tell it anymore, but she wanted to teach other people to tell their stories. So what she started to do was she started to create seminars. And now the first seminar I went to that Karen did was uh, a speaker training seminar. What was the name of... Um, 
It was it was the art of public speaking. The art of public speaking. So that was the first one I went to. Absolutely enjoyed it. Got so much out of it. So then the next one that I went to, we went to Mindset Mastery, mm. which was five days with Karen. And I just watched Karen change people's lives. I actually went in to just understand how she could do five days by herself. And then I got so involved in the whole Mindset Mastery. And I, and I just, I remember this one girl in Mindset Mastery. She was, I think, about 18. She hated herself. She hated who she was. She hated everything about herself. It was really quite sad when she was quite a stunning-looking girl. Yes, yeah, she was. Mm, she was beautiful. By the end of the five days, that girl got up and she sang and she had the most amazing voice mm. and she realised at the end of that five days her greatness. So for me, Karen teaches people their voice, number one, and number two, their greatness. So that's, that's um, in, a, in a very small nutshell. Her mind, her whole mindset, and and what she teaches people, and how she teaches them, and how she changes what they believe about themselves. They don't believe they're junk anymore, and so they start to number one, feed their mind well, and then they start to feed their body well, and and it just just circulates. That's so so important immediately. And when we talk about health and wellness, which we've been talking about on this particular show, and what you guys can bring aboard is that you're going to be able to help people get their, you know, Karen, you're going to be able to bring their their mindset, obviously the health and wellness of their mind, which then, like you said, it just releases everything else. Now let's tell Cindy, tell us a little bit about about Kim and how she fits into the picture. I actually think Kim should tell this story um, because it kind of started from her end. Don't you think, Kim? What that I stalked you? Look, I, I, I had heard about Cindy when I came over and spoke here, obviously from New Zealand, and and I heard Cindy speak, and well, actually, before I heard her speak, I heard her speak on audio because a friend of mine was travelling over here in Australia and said, I think there's a woman in Australia you need to meet, and here's her tape. Um, it was that long ago, it was a tape. <laughs> um, and and I listened to this tape, and yes, when I travelled over here to speak, I got to hear her speak in person. And I, I guess the most polite way to say it, boys, is yes, when you find someone that's in the same realm as you, you do tend to stalk. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what happened was that Kim came to Australia, and we decided to meet. And um, we met, and we got on... Well, like sisters, we just immediately got on, and then our husbands also got on. And and Kim, I didn't know at the time, but Kim actually has a famous husband um, in New Zealand and worldwide in cricket, and his name's Danny Morrison. And so I just met Danny as Kim's husband, and we went to Melbourne uh, for an All Black game. It was quite a, quite hysterical. We went to Melbourne for an All Black game, and. People just stop Danny in the street all the time. And I'd go to Kim, does he know them? No, he doesn't know them. Does he know them? No, he doesn't know them. Does he know them? No, he doesn't know them. <laughs> but he's obviously, all of a sudden I went, oh, so he is famous. Oh, everybody knows him. So anyway, um, we just, we clicked. The three of us click. And we all teach the same thing, but, you know, that same, same, different. So I, I teach it from you know, eating perspective, Kim uh, does it on exercise as well as what we put on our skin. So we call it the inside-outside story. And then for Karen, it's all about 
you know, you know what to do. Why aren't you doing it? Let's figure out why. And so we work so well together. So it's almost like the inside, outside, upside. Well done. <laughs> nice. Well, this sounds great, girls. And, and I know our fans are going to be looking forward to listening into your show. And, and I think it's going to be a great synergy there because I think a lot of people are going to actually listen to both shows. So for those people who've been listening to The Wellness Guys and are thinking, well, maybe this is another podcast I should add to my routine, um, you know, what do you think, what do you see as being the points of difference that you're going to bring to the table that's going to sort of differentiate it, I guess, from The Wellness Guys show? Um, I think that with um, what we're going to bring to the table, uh, and, and certainly from my perspective, looking from, at mindset and the psychology of behavior and the psychology of beliefs, I think what we're going to bring to the table is a really unique dynamic in terms of our experience and in terms of our foresight. You know, there's a lot to be said for people who have walked the walk and who are now able to share their wisdom with the intent of contribution and making a difference. And I think that there's a really, um, there's a huge opportunity for us to be able to make a difference in the lives of others in a really potent and powerful way, not simply by us teaching them our tips and tricks, but certainly by empowering them with real life tangible tools that they can implement into their lives the next minute once they've completed the podcast. So I think there's, there's so much in terms of opportunity that we intend to bring to the listeners that, you know, having them, you know, download us as a regular, as a regular podcast, I think it's just, it's just a no-brainer. <laughs> and, and, and I think um, what is a real point of difference here is that you are three guys and we're three girls. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a, that is a good point. Difference. And number two point of difference is that you three are chiropractors and we're not. So we <laughs> things with a little bit more of a, a different perspective and a different slant. Too true. Yeah. Mm. That's my that's what I figure. Yeah. And we're all blondes and you're all dark. <laughs> well I've got no hair. Yeah. I've got no hair, all my hair's all gone. <laughs> I used to be darker. Well, I'm a naturopath as well and so obviously we all we're all gonna share very similar sorts of things. But I think you're right, us being guys have a very different take on it. And I think that we're probably um, a little less when when I listen to you girls, um, in, in the first episode that you did, um, I kind of got this sense of this warmth and this uh, nurturing. It was almost, I don't want to sound uh, terrible here or condescending, but mothering. Like, and it felt like you, you had the potential, the ability to take some people who might have been struggling, grab them by the, by the hand and take them with you on a bit of a journey, which was really nice. And, and I suppose as blokes, we kind of uh, don't hold hands that often and uh, we might give each other a bit of a pat on the back. But I think that maybe that sort of nurturing that you might bring could be something very, very special, which I really do like a lot. And I think, too, that even though wellness is, um, it, it seems to conjure up the same sorts of messages, there's different angles and different takes on it. And I know that Cindy and I speak about the same sort of stuff for the most part around the Australian world about food and nutrition. And we're both in um, absolute synergy there. But bringing the mindset stuff to it and also the, the things about what on, goes onto your skin, what goes into your head, I think that's, that's just going to be really special. I'm actually looking forward to that. I can't wait. 
Yeah, we're we're really excited about it. I think I think the other dynamic that we can do is 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 the sharing and the the experiences that we've had together. And often it is real life situations. It's it's not made up stories. It's not information that we've just made up or on the spot or read somewhere. It's actually something we've implemented into our own lives or how we've been affected by each other. And I think that truly is one of the remarkable things that we have with each other and our connection is we are each other's coaches, we are each other's support structure and we are each other's um, slap on the back or hit up the bum type thing too because I think sometimes we need one of those. Um, you know, life is about, you know, being supported and nurtured but it's also about, I think sometimes, and, and I might, I hope I'm not speaking out of term here, but I think sometimes we just need a real good uppercut sometimes and, and not feeling sorry for ourselves and thinking that it's not fair and everyone else can get it so good. We're also about saying, well, if you want this, if you really want to make change in your life, then these are some tools that some of us have used. Either try them or listen to more people and get as much information as you can. So we're up for a chat, but we're also up for a little slap on the back if you're not doing as you're told. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's good, though. It's good reality check. It's really important. So that's such an important thing. Uh, one of the things that uh, we wanted to know was to was to know what do you hope to achieve with this? So, Karen, could you tell us, you know, what do you hope to achieve? What's the most significant thing you hope to achieve with your calls? Like, what do you want to do with them? Well, I guess, you know, guys, I've got a fairly significant message that I'm working very hard to uh, communicate on a global scale in that our lives as human beings, they really matter. And every day that we are unconscious and not present to our own experiences and the meanings that we're giving to our experiences is a day that goes wasted. And it's a day that we don't get to contribute to the lives of our kids and our families and the people in our own you know, sphere of influence. So for me, I, think my, I really hope to make the world a better place one by one. And, you know, for, for me, I... You know, whatever it takes, I'm 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 up for that. Um, I believe for my for me, it's the reason I'm here. I believe it's the reason I've survived my life, and I take it really seriously. And I'm extraordinarily passionate about it. So yeah, that's that's my intention. I mean, I love I loved hearing your story, Karen. I've seen it many times, and I've heard it before. And and you know, your shift in focus just because the event that happened your experiences actually transformed obviously the way you think and the way you move and also deal with people now what is some of the you know let's get into some real content about what you guys think um, what is I mean in society we know from a health perspective we're struggling as a society whether you're in Australia North America or Europe or anywhere in the world we're struggling with terms of our health what do you girls see is the biggest issue at this stage right now that you would love to be you would love to solve you know, that you guys want to be part of and that's the first next next action that you want to get on top of. Cindy. Okay, so for me, it's funny, just before we came on to do this podcast, uh, we were talking about the grocery store aisle and how we see people buying things in the grocery store aisle that are number one, not good for their health, but number two are not ethical and not sustainable and so what I would like to see is a more conscious shift towards people thinking about what they're putting into their mouth, not only for themselves, but on a, a global level. So it has to be ethical, has to be sustainable, it has to be, you know, non-animal cruelty, the whole bit. So I guess that's what I want to see a real shift in. And you know what? 
in my lifetime, I didn't think I was going to see it because I've been doing this 30 years now, but I actually believe I'm going to see it. It's, it's growing and it is growing phenomenally. And like once upon a time, four people would come and listen to me. Now, you know, I can have thousands of people coming in to listen. And that's exciting. And that, I guess that's what I'm here for. Yeah, we're almost, we're, we're almost creating this tipping point, aren't we? I think that there's this definitely feeling, I, I, I feel this too as well. We're, we're close to that tipping point where it's just going to grow exponentially. And uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. And, and this is why we decided to do the Wellness Couch is really to create this massive movement to take it to another level. And because we need people like you guys, the fans, uh, listening to this to spread the message. And I, you know, we've been blown away how fast the Wellness Guy's been spreading. And so, uh, you know, but no doubt the Wellness Couch and what you guys, we're girls will be offer and the other shows we'll be offering is that it's going to take it to another level. So um, Karen, I want to ask you this. One of the things that obviously has shaped your life is that what has happened to you, but you've taken that story and really created a massive change. What do you think the biggest um, reason why people don't live their life as if it was their last moment. You know, they, they sort of just cruise on. We kind of live this life of, you know, just everything's going by. And we just live these day, daily routines. How come we don't think um, from a perspective that, you know what, we need to take better care of ourselves in your perspective on mindset? Look, I think that's a question that I could probably spend a couple of hours answering for you. But I think um, most directly is we don't think of our mortality we don't consider ourselves as having finite um, a finite amount of time in existence inside of our bodies. We just take one day as it comes, and I think that as humans, we land up being at the random effect of what occurs moment by moment, hour by hour, week by week. You know, we get up, we go to work, we come home, we make dinner, we go to bed, we get up, we go to work, we come home, we make dinner, we get up, we go to bed. We're in this routine, and you know, we tend to operate very unconsciously. So I think that um, I think that's one of the key reasons why we don't, I guess, take the responsibility to take action now and take action with the um, urgency that's required as humanity. I think that we just think it will fix itself one day, or eventually it will get better, or somebody else will do it for me, or we just don't think. And I think certainly from, I know I speak for Kim and Cindy on this, is that for all of us, our, our whole intention is to help people to start to think. You know, awareness is 50% of the battle won. And I think that um, as humans, we just, we, you know, we live in this bubble of oblivion where life just occurs and happens to us as opposed to us believing that um, we have the power to influence life. And yes. I, I, yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, that's the thing. Like, the, you know, the mindset is so powerful to be able to move forward. Now, Kim, I'm going to pose the next question for you. I mean, you have a very powerful mindset, obviously. I mean, you are the world record holder for being, I mean, the youngest woman to run over 100 miles in less than 24 hours. And you hold like eight indoor Australian ultra marathon records or something crazy like that. So tell me from your perspective, um, what drives you internally and what goes on your head to go, I'm going to go after these, like put to push yourself and push your body to be able to achieve those accomplishments. Um, where did that come from? Was that taught from parents or was that the people you hung around with or is this from an internal drive? I think at, at 19, when I first landed on the shores of Australia, I I knew I wanted to make a difference. I didn't know what it would be, and I don't know how that was going to be. At first, I thought I was going to be a lawyer and a netball player. The minute I did six months of law school, I realized that that wasn't for me. It wasn't 
definitely wasn't in my mindset. But when I hit the shores, and I don't believe there's accidents in life, I got assigned to looking after a man called Cliff Young. And many of you will remember that person's name. And he won the inaugural Sydney to Melbourne race. And there was no accident that he came into my life for a reason. He was the one that said to me, um, you know, Kim, when you enter this race, it is 90% mental and 10% physical. That's all I want you to think about. And I, I, I didn't even acknowledge what that meant in the race until about the four-hour mark when I realized I wanted to quit and I wanted to finish and I didn't want to go on. And I think that mindset, that, and that's a whole story in itself, but really learning the battle between the mind and the body, I think, took me, put me in very good stead for when it came to my own health, um, being a mother, being a wife, and being perhaps a, a, a teacher in many ways of giving people. I, I just believe in ahas. There are so many ahas out there, and they're there all the time. It's whether or not we're awake to them. Um, and so I guess my mindset, my, my ultramarathon running, really put me into a place of I can either get off my butt and do it, or I can sit down in a little pity party and feel sorry for myself because it hurts. And let's face it, to achieve anything in life, it takes um, commitment, it takes taking action, and it takes being your word. And I think the three of us have come through many different times in our lives where we've actually had the choice to sit there in a pity party and feel sorry for ourselves and, and think, woe is us and it's not fair and how come me? And I think the gift that we give to ourselves and each other is that we're more than that. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a pity party for an hour or two with a girlfriend and a bottle of wine or champagne, absolutely. Um, but then I believe it's it's about that mind shift into turning it into a power party. And that's what I see what you guys are doing. I mean, you guys, I listen to you on my runs all the time. It's like you're right there with me. And, and I think that I can use my time wisely listening to people like you that inspire me and make me want to be a better person and, and give me insights to, to, to learn in a different way that perhaps I never had thought of before I met you or other people that I listened to. And, and I hope that that's what our contribution to the Wellness code, Couch will bring is our insights and maybe their little ahas and moments of brilliance that we can then share and be the ripple effect for those people around us and in our own families. Fantastic. Go ahead. That's awesome, Kim. I've I got to say, I, uh, I did an ultra marathon and they do hurt. You're right. And uh, yours might not have hurt as much as mine because I've only done one and, and not gone again. But um, <laughs> if, uh, if, you know, if you could, you've talked about you know, getting out of that pity party, Kim, getting people to make changes. And I guess if you could get people to make just one change, you know, if the people listening into your show would change just one thing, what do you think that would be for you, Kim? Um, I think it would be if, if you're stuck, if you're, you know, because that's really what it's about. If you're, if you're not sure, then, then gather the information until it hits a chord that it sits with you. Because, uh, but, but the problem with that is we can listen and listen and listen. So the second part of that is you must take action, even if it's, even if you're not sure what it is that you must do. Try it. Keep trying until it sits with you, until it becomes a part of your life. And, and we are about creating habits, and we know it can take time to create habits, but you want to make those habits damn good ones so that they have an influence on yourself. But also, I believe as a mother, I have an incredibly important role, and as an author and a speaker, I have to really, really visualise that the words that come out of my mouth are that I'm walking the talk, and it's not just hearsay. So I really believe that it's, it's important that we are the change and the shift that we want to be. 
Yeah, great point, isn't it? It's it's about living in integrity and doing all those sorts of things, isn't it? Which uh, which quite clearly you girls are doing and have done, and we all strive to do as well. Um, Cindy, I've uh, I often look at what you write on Facebook, and there's a whole lot of things that you do write that go against uh, most of what everyone else, except for probably you and I, talk about in nutrition, uh, which I'm really excited to read and listen more about uh, in 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 your talks and in your chats. Um, is there anything in particular that's kind of burning at the moment that uh, that you, you'd like to get a message out to people that they should be more aware of? I, I actually uh, like I, I <clears throat> there's so many things. You know, you said that to me, and I'm like going, okay, why don't I do the next couple of hours? But <clears throat> no, we'll do it <laughs> fast. I guess the main thing is that we have to get back to real food and not packaged food. Um, my husband just had his 60th birthday and a whole bunch of his mates um, came round. Um, some from, came from New Zealand, um, other parts of Australia, and we haven't seen them, say, a decade. And they, they, they have no awareness, uh, and that's what Karen was saying, is they have no awareness about what they're eating is making them what they are like, and that is not well. And so the thing is, is that they have to get back to their real foods uh, and just stop eating packaged foods and that would be probably the main, the main point. But there's so much more to that because some people look at a, a packaged food and it has like the Heart Foundation to approval on it and they go, well, that's okay, isn't it? Well, we're going to discuss hmm. issues like that. We're going to discuss the, yeah, yeah. the whole thing, like the GI, the you know the Heart Foundation to give approval, the Cancers Foundation to give approval, or you know, and the whole pink ribbon thing. Yeah, that really yeah. creates real problems when I mm. bring up the pink ribbon thing. Um, <laughs> well, I'm excited already. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. yeah, I like it. I, I definitely have a bit of can of worms there, didn't I? Um, it's, uh, there are so many different things to talk about there, but the whole primal approach to living and the primal approach to life, I think is, is, I, I would say, and I know that both Breton and Lawrence would also agree, that the primal approach, the way in which our ancestors lived is the way to go, isn't it? Definitely, because that, like, science has not proved itself to be very uh, good at predicting uh, good diets or good foods for people because look at what's happened since the information age started. We're not not living, we may be living longer but we're living sicker. So it's about looking at our ancestry and looking at the foods that we have consumed for hundreds of thousands of years without mm. the diseases we've had today. It's like To me it's like a no-brainer but because we've been taught differently it's about you know, as Kim and I often actually say, we are the professional reminders. Intellectually, most people know what they should be doing and we're the people that remind them and they get the aha, which makes them make the changes and and then, you know, it all just cascades from there. But I think also, guys, it's so confusing out there for people. That's the thing that, that we're getting is that everyone's got so much information, they're getting confused. And, and I like what you said, Damien, that it's actually about getting back to basics and I think that's where the three of us are coming from like you guys it's about getting back to that basic um, mentality that basic approach to living and and in a way it's the most simple way of living mm. yeah it's so true um, we I mean we've been getting audience from surprises us because we get we get audience from almost like I think we had a recent uh, a 16 year old uh, was listening to our show and uh, every single day and and so welcome you know welcome aboard thank you so much for even even considering listening to out of 16 I mean you girls have uh, teenagers um, as daughters and sons and you know what are some of the things the challenges teenagers are going through at this moment in time what are the biggest challenge that you know may not have been there 10 20 years ago um, 
Cindy. Well, well, I, well I know for me, it's it's taste. Mm -hmm. um, from a food perspective, you know, my children, are, they've been manipulated into believing that, that flavoured foods are good because everyone else at school has them. Um, and so it's pretty tough for them to understand and to make those choices that that what is a flavouring, what does it mean? I mean, you know, tell, I, I tell you one thing that happened tonight, which I don't know if I should be embarrassed about this or not, but we were sitting there having this beautiful free-range chicken for dinner and Taylor, my daughter, was pulling apart the strands of the chicken and she goes, Mummy, what is each of these strands? And I said, well, darling, they're the muscle fibres. And, and the two of them sat there going, oh, are you serious? Oh, my God, are we eating the fibres of the muscle? <laughs> and I was thinking, did you not realise that this is an animal you know, like this? And I think our teenagers are so far removed now from from growing their own fruits and vegetables or, or being on a farm, and I'll be the first to admit on a city check, but, you know, I, I think for them even they're, they're a bit disconnected. They're so technology-driven these days that the, the realm of what is real um, is sometimes created on a, on a screen as opposed to our environment. Would you agree? Yeah, no, I definitely agree. So I've got older teenagers, and they've had it drummed into them since the day they were born um, about eating the right foods. And I have to admit, my three children eat brilliantly. But I watch their friends come around. And they'll come around and I'll make a breakfast, um, and, and a big breakfast, and it's all real food. Not the breakfast cereal, but it's all real food. Like it could be eggs and might be some pancakes or I may have made some friands or, you know, it, it does. I just make up a heap of food or a smoothie. And they'll, they'll look at it and they'll eat a morsel of it and they'll go, oh, it's too fattening, I, I can't eat that, it'll make me fat. Now, my girls um, and my son are very slim and this is what they eat and these girls usually come around and they've got the, you know, the mushroom hip on them because they've got this belief that it's low fat and they, they shouldn't eat that because it's going to make them fat and, and they haven't got the belief that it's about health. It's about what are the foods that are going to give me health, not what are the foods that are going to make me fat or skinny. And I actually believe that this is what we have to teach our teenagers is don't choose a food for fat or skinniness. Let's food, um, choose a food for health. And then your body will do exactly what it's meant to do and it will be the right shape and perfect and in every way. Excellent. Ladies, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. I know, you know, obviously it's a big effort with you guys speaking, you know, everywhere uh, and to be able to come together in one night to have a chat with us. You know, from week one, since the wellness guys really started, I think uh, after about week one or two, we've been getting comments that people wanted to hear us every single day. And we told them that's just going to be nearly impossible. So here's the next best thing. We're going to have four shows. You get to hear us four days a week, uh, you know, through various people. And I hope that's what that's what the wellness coach will do for you to be able to get wellness every single day of your lives so as always join us each week on the wellnessguys.com and leave your comment on below this particular episode but more importantly let's keep the conversation going on facebook tell us what you think about the wellness couch you are able to go on the wellness couch uh, facebook page and like us there let's start creating a movement and that's what it's all about and as always make sure you subscribe to us on itunes as well until next week begin creating wellness into our lives and let's lead by example and let's change the world's health together join us next week on the wellness guy show